Hey, Coral. Hey, Coral. What's up? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just recording the Coral's Just Fun Fun Podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Me too. How funny. How funny. What a coincidence. I have my cashmere vanilla candle lit. Oh, Mm -hmm. what a beautiful scene. And yeah, my twinkle lights are on. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. We're in the podcast mood. We're in the podcast mood. If this is your first time joining us, my name is Luke. My name is Mary. We are two girls who just want to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> we are, just, yeah, two girls, two bestie girls who love to record our podcast. We have some more episodes that you can listen to. We are on Spotify and we are on Instagram at girls just want to have fun. Hey. Follow us on both of those to stay updated. Yep, check us out. Check us out. Um, some of our other episodes that we've talked about is friendship. Uh, one of the ones that we made near the beginning was how to sustain a long-distance friendship. So we gave a lot of different advice to things like growing apart and how to revive friendships or sustain friendships. So if you want to check that out, check that out. Because um, it kind of relates to what we're talking about this week. Yeah, this week we are talking about when you distance from a friendship or when friendships fade, when do you fight for it or when do you let it fizzle? Mm. That's the question. And that's what we're going to answer. And that's what we're going to answer for you all. (laughs) But first, of course, we have our favorites of the week. Of course. Um, What's your favorite of the week? My favorite of the week, which I am currently eating are they're called smart sweets and i'm sure all of our listeners probably know what they are because they're all hip they know like but if you don't, know what that is Shut up. <laughs> but if you live under a rock <laughs> i'm just kidding they're not that well known but i think i don't know so they're a brand of candy and gummies that they say that there's less sugar they have lots of fiber it's like your daily serving of fiber in one bag and a bag is a serving. But I won a giveaway on Instagram. Someone I follow was doing a giveaway with all these. And I won. So I got a box of a bunch of the smart sweets. They have gummy bears, peach rings, um, Swedish fish. But I had the Swedish fish last week. Literally so good. So amazing. Um, I'm having the gummy bears now. Swedish fish are definitely the better ones. But having the sour gummy bears and they are very tasty highly recommend get your daily dose of fiber yeah so these are my favorite i'm really enjoying snacking on them Jealous. yeah what's your favorite luke okay my favorite of the week is glee mm. i'm a gleek you know Been a gleek since probably middle school i don't know really but i've been getting into it recently on Netflix just watching it just finished season three and it's sad because that's when they all graduate sorry spoiler but they graduate wait how many seasons are there there's six so they graduate and then it follows Rachel and her journeys in New York but also goes back to the high school because there's like a new cast who comes in but it's just not the same like you know like like the the originals were so good and then like they that's always how a show is you can't beat the originals can't beat the originals. Like Vampire Diaries. Oh my gosh, exactly. With the originals, they couldn't beat the originals. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but 
I'm sure some of you have been hearing the tea about Leah Michelle, mm. who plays Rachel on Glee. And there has been recent uncoverings about her behavior and about her humanity, pretty much. <laughs> like, just like, not to, not to drag her, but also just like a lot of things have been said about how she's really not good to work with and can be rude um, and mean. Um, and that encompasses like even racist things sometimes. Um, I don't know, we don't really need to get into that, the, the gossip of it. But so then I was like, oh, like maybe I shouldn't be watching this show. Maybe I shouldn't be endorsing it. Um, but I just came upon the idea that I'll still watch it because of the other things that it's like supports, like because of like everything, like it like talks a lot about like inclusion of a lot of different types of people. Um, and a lot of a lot of good things. It has its faults, obviously, right. but um, it's a good show. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it. You would love it. I know. I tried watching it before, and I just couldn't really get into it. It's a lot of singing. Yeah, I'm not big on that. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when they're just totally they're like in the middle of a scene and then they just like turn over their camera they they turn around and they're facing the camera and the music starts playing and they start singing like they're like they're like oh my gosh rachel i'm so mad at you i can't believe you do that and then they're like and the shallow shallow yes and it makes no sense i love it no sense yeah i'm glad that we that you mentioned that because yeah i didn't even think about that because there are so many good points of the show like exclude or inclusion, all that stuff. And, you know, I mean, I guess the show should have done something about the bullying, but again, that wasn't like the show bullying. That was just one person on the show. Right. So you can't really, you know, blame the whole show for that, but I'm sure that there were things that they could have done to prevent it. Right. And then it comes, yeah. The question of like, where do we separate the artist from the art, which is something that is, Often the conversation, often the debate. We can we can do a podcast about that maybe. Oh, yeah. This one. Yeah. Let us know what you guys want to hear. We are open to suggestions. Questions we talk about anything. Questions. Um. If you want to bully us, like that's cool. If they want to what? Like bully us. If you want to DM us, like you you sound like you're ugly. Like that's cool. <laughs> you know that you're big when you get uh, bullied. Yeah, that's so true. If you ever get hate. Just remember, that's because you're, you're, um... They're jealous of you, and they want to beat you. Yeah, they're jealous of you, and they want to beat you, so... Yeah, so don't worry about the haters. Haters are our motivators. <laughs> oh, I hate that. All for this week's on corny suggestions of Lucas. <laughs> uh, part 10,001. Should we get started with Toxic Friends? I think we should. This is a good episode. I think it's something that's so relevant for everyone and something that everyone has experienced um, to an extent, I would say. Yeah. So I think it's important that we discuss it. Let's get into it. Let's discuss it. Let's discuss it. All right. So um, one of the things that's kind of centering around this is the idea of moving away from a friend or separating from a friend a lot of the times physically which leads to emotionally mm-hmm. um, not always has doesn't always have to be the case like me and mary we were long distance friends 
Yeah. Um, and we didn't fizzle out like emotionally, but a lot of the times just naturally, like if you move away from someone or go to college, you know, your relationship, your friendship is going to maybe fizzle mm -hmm. out. So it's kind of like, when do you decide like who are the friends? Okay. I'll ask you this. Who are the friends that you, when you went to college, you tried to like sustain a relationship with and who are the friends um, that you just like, were like, not like you let go of them because I, I assume that at least for me, some of the people who I don't talk to a lot anymore, if I saw them, I would be like really excited and really want to have them. But who did you, well, not, not who, cause it's not about like specifics. Like what was, what was it about a friendship that made you really try to continue it hmm. and text them or even just like, yeah, continue your friendship. Yeah. That's a good question. I feel like when both people in the friendship put in equal effort to make it work and you kind of decide you can decide that before but it kind of can happen just naturally when I think I think the main thing we're going to talk about is going to college I think that's kind of when most friendships could start to fizzle because it's such a big change in your life so I guess I'll use that as an example um so going to college I think when both people in that relationship yeah put in the same amount of effort to make that work I think that's when you know that it's gonna be a friendship that you'll have for a long time because you see it shows their true colors it shows do they care to make this work where you know if you're at home and you see them all the time it kind of just has to work right you see them all the time and there's not much effort that goes into it but once you know you might be across the country from from each other do they still care do they still want to put in that work Right. Right. After. Mm -hmm. um, but then something that kind of comes to my mind is how maybe at least I've experienced how like I might care about someone or they might care about me, but it looks different for everyone. Obviously, like for me and Mary, we call each other all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but for some people, that's just not like, you know, obviously what they need. So I've even had friends where I don't talk to them for months. Mm hmm. But I know that they still care. So just yeah. there's ways to make it clear that you care without having to check in constantly or call constantly if that's just not the vibe. But um, like even if I don't talk to some of my friends for months, I know I can like go hang out with them and like yeah. my darkest like or call them if I'm like having a bad day and be like, I really need you, you know. So oh, it's yeah. just like making sure that if you if you feel it you have to put forth effort to show that you care. Mm -hmm. And I think a, a good sign of that too is that, like you said, you might go months without seeing someone, but when you do see each other again, it's kind of like you just pick up where you left off, you know? Yeah. Normal, it could be a little awkward at first, and I don't think that's a sign where you should be like, this friendship is not good, we're not going to be friends because it's awkward for five minutes. Like, right. it's fine. It's going to be a little weird because – if you've been apart for a certain amount of time, when you first get back together, yeah, it'll be a little weird. But once you kind of get the ball rolling and it's just kind of, yeah, like you pick up where you left off, I think that's a really good sign that your friendship can sustain because it's like no time has passed. No time has passed. Um, and then you also want to know about what's ha what has passed, what, like what has gone on during the time that's passed. Um, sometimes, like sometimes you just want to, you just want to enjoy the time with your friend and you don't need to, catch up but be cautious of if you find yourself talking to your friend um 
about all the things that's happened in your life recently, but you never ask them what's going on in their life or you don't know important things that are in their life, you know, maybe they don't want to talk about it, which fine. But I think it's nice to like, if you're having that conversation, like offer to them, what about you? Like what's, who are your roommates? Who are your, how are you enjoying your, like, are you even liking college? Like, you know, just to like, keep that up because it's a big part of your life. And part of friendship is knowing like big parts of your life and sharing it and caring about it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah that's that's, i think that can be a sign of a toxic friendship when you it is one-sided and that's something that we wanted to talk about was that one of the the reasons for a friendship to distance or kind of end could be because it's a toxic friendship you know you might distance out with a friend because of college or you move away something like that but it could also be you might still be with them and seeing them all the time but you might just realize it's a toxic friendship Mm-hmm. So we want to give our signs and kind of red flags to look out for with a toxic friendship. So yeah, we just kind of said it can be one-sided and everything's about them. Um, they don't really ask about you. They always want you to solve their problems. They don't ask about your problems and you just find yourself, it's kind of exhausting. You're just, you know, giving your advice to them, all of this. You're just hearing about them and it's just you realize you're like, wow, they're not asking about me. I'm not talking. I'm not telling them about my life. This, this isn't good. (laughs) This is not a friendship. Right. And it could be that they care, but don't know how to ask you. Or it could be that, um, it could be a a lot of things. Like they could care, but not, um, want to bother you or not want to bring something up. So it's different for everyone. So that's why you need to assess like, oh, is this person not giving me something that I need? And in that case, then it's time to start rethinking. Um, And it can be so hard because especially in a case where they're coming to you for a lot of things and you're giving them, like caring for them a lot, obviously you want to be there for them. Obviously you want to help them and it's going to be hard to distance yourself because you might feel bad. You might feel, well, like they're going through a hard time or like they're really upset that they rely on me which like obviously be there for someone who you care about. But I think it's important to sometimes put yourself first in situations like that, because um, like, yeah, like if someone is, if someone needs you be there for them, but if someone is relying on you and not there for you, mm-hmm. you need to um, cut, it out. cut it out. Like be there for them if they need you, but let them know. I, I would say, let them know like, Hey, I'm feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feeling like you might, I, I don't know if you're intentionally doing it, but just to let you know, I would like to like share with you more. And then if they still don't really get the memo, like then it might be time to. Yeah. Yeah. I think for all of our red flags that we're going to give, if they're, if you do say something about it and they're receptive, that's a good sign. Yeah. And they may not realize what they're doing is wrong. So that, that's good. You know, they're receptive, they change, but if they're kind of offended by you saying that or they're yeah if they don't see what they're doing is wrong cut it out cut it out um yeah because it might it, it's just gonna hurt you in the end yeah exactly um sorry <laughs> do you want to give the next red flag yeah so another red flag is uh when someone puts you down when a friend puts you down. Um, so that can look like a lot of different things. It can look like big things or it can look like more micro things. So 
a bigger thing would be like you can't go to that school because you're not good enough mm. walk away right then <laughs> walk away right then because if you if your friends don't support you who is exactly like your friends are supposed to be there to be your cheerleaders and that's not to say they're gonna lie to you or lead you in the wrong direction because if they were like oh well like you're like the best whatever i've ever met and like you can you know you don't want to build up your friends expectations to get them hurt like part of being a friend is is helping them and like not you know what i mean like like being true be real you don't want to tiptoe around them yeah don't tiptoe around them be truthful but also part of your truth should be support you should have believe in your friends if that person doesn't believe in you that's not their truth and then like you don't need that you don't need that so that's like a major part of them like a major uh, example of bringing you down they can also put you down in like smaller ways like little things like um if you have say you suggest something and they brush it off like oh like whatever like what you say doesn't matter like those are things like little microaggressions that can manifest and be like or like build up yeah to then make you feel like you're lesser than and again that's not a friend's job right yeah just they yeah those little things that digs that they don't they might not realize they're doing but it's just really getting on you you know if someone yeah if you're saying something they're constantly saying oh that's stupid oh that's weird we're not going there you know those little things that just keep piling up and putting you down eventually you're gonna just collapse and so will the friendship yeah that's a big red flag that's a big red flag and again like mary said before like talk to like with all of these things talk to your friend and say like hey you might not realize this but i don't like when you say this Mm-hmm. And if they're receptive, awesome. They'll work on it. Yeah. And they'll, like, try. But if not, it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it. Not worth it. All right. This red flag, I think, is so big. It's when they get jealous if you have other friends. And I think this is seen so commonly in others. You know, when especially going to college, you meet new people and maybe your friends from home get jealous or even in high school or college you might have a best friend and you meet someone else and you start getting close with them and that best friend is just like nope you're my friend and they just get mad like you're afraid to tell them when you're with someone else right and that is so toxic it's so they should want to see you thrive they should want to see you you know have fun with other people if that new friend brings you joy that's great but Who's to say there's not room for two friends in your life or however many friends you have? Exactly. You know, you can't just have one person. Exactly. And if it gets to that point where they're blocking you out because of something that you didn't do, like say you were, say you were never jealous and say they have a new friend, but then they start blocking you out or they start like, they start like not excluding you because people can hang out without you. You don't need to be invited to everything. But if it's, like, starting to make you feel bad, like, you're, like, they're only talking to that person or they're not making room for you, then that's also not reason to be jealous, but reason to be, like, hey, maybe that's something on their part. Like, do you not care, you know? But, yeah, don't get if that isn't the situation, don't get jealous. Right. There's definitely a fine line. There could be that person just getting jealous or you could be excluding them and you could – yeah, you need to make sure to 
include everyone if those two friends are from totally two different groups where they don't even know each other don't plan a yeah don't feel the need to all hang out together if my one friend from dance my one friend from school I'm not gonna have a three some dinner with us you know like that's just kind of weird like you're the middle person it's not like that but yeah you just don't want to exclude anyone but you also want to feel free to hang out with whomever you want without your best friend or other friend being jealous or if you're afraid to tell them who you're with or you're hanging out with a different friend if you're afraid that they'll get mad or how they react that's a sign that they're yeah goodbye 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 so what that leads into is being controlling Mm. because then at that point your friend is making you feel um scared or making you feel like you can't hang out with someone Mm-hmm. And that's a major sign too. If you're feeling scared of literally doing anything, it's a sign that your friend is controlling you or trying to control you. So um, don't control your friends. You know, yeah. and a lot of times that just comes from them. Like that might be a personal thing. So check in. Say, hey, you're making me. You're you're controlling me. <laughs> you know, you are your own person, and that's one of the good things about like friendships is that like. You can have multiple friends. You can do multiple things, you know? So, like, you don't, like, don't control your friends. And if you feel like you're being controlled, know that it's not, that's not a friendship. Like, right. it's not normal. So, so check your friend. Yeah. Check your friend. Hashtag check your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so those are kind of our main big red flags for toxic friendships to look yeah. out for. Yeah. If friend or if you if you find yourself doing any of those things kind of examine yourself examine the situation say why am I doing this why do I feel jealous why am I causing drama why am I do- like you know why and you know you might you might be the toxic friend the toxic friend listen I've been on both sides yeah even a jealousy thing I've been on the side where people are like you you can't hang out with anyone else and i'm like watch me (laughs) you know but there's also been times where i would have because like in high school i would have like multiple really close friends so um one time one of my friends just got like really really close with someone else and like they just like you know joined at the hip like they were best friends love it but then after a while i was like oh like you know like i kind of miss that friend um but then it turned into jealousy so yeah, taking a step back and being like, okay, no, that friend is happy. And also that friend is still here if I were to reach out. You know, yeah. if that friend was not there to reach out, get rid of it. Get yeah. Rid of it. yeah, and with the jealousy thing, like I think it's normal to an extent to maybe be a little jealous or have a little maybe sadness when you see your close friend getting close to someone else. Because I think, I think it's natural to be like, oh, like, not that they're... Not being sad that they're happy, but maybe just being sad that things are changing. Yeah. Life things, you know, they're still your friend. They'll still always be there for you, but it might just not, you know, when you grow up, it's, it's not the same. And I think it's okay to be a little, a little sad, but when you start taking it out on your friend and when you start letting it show, that's when it becomes toxic. Right. If you let it show in unhealthy ways, like the best, like the healthy way to show it is to say, hey, let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And then also, yeah, knowing when to just be like, okay, I tried, or okay, this is hurting me. This is like hurting my whole being. Time to walk away. Yeah. Get out of there. Get out. All right. I've had friends being like, oh, well, like, I'm going to, like, going out with this person, like, are you going to be upset if I do that? I'm like, no, like, I don't yeah. you have other friends. Like, like, I want you to have other friends. But, like, I would hope that you just don't, like, I would only start caring when, like, um, if you started, like, forgetting about me or, like, mm-hmm. for, or started treating me poorly or anything like that. Yeah. So, yeah. knowing, knowing what you deserve. <laughs> you deserve and I think that's something that we are uh good at <laughs> we're good at everything but we deserve the world because we're perfect we're perfect but yeah me and Luke we <laughs> again like we are long distance friends we've never really been close friend, like not in not in the physical sense I'll say but um so clearly we have other friends in our lives because we're together a small percentage of right year or whatever so like we can't ex- like expecting your friend to be like oh don't have any other friends like we only talk on Sundays and that's the only time you have friend interaction yeah every <laughs> second of the day you should be studying reading like thinking about- for our Sunday FaceTime prepping ask writing down all the things you're gonna ask me <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like also you know we FaceTime on Sundays and that's great but if we didn't have any other friends, we wouldn't have really things to talk about, you know, like right? <laughs> talk about don't talk about our friends, we talk about the fun things we do with our friends and and it's not a dig towards each other, it's not like, well, these are my friends it's, there's room for everyone in your life. Exactly and I, yeah, there's room for everyone in your life I think if you have the opportunity to widen your circle or branch out have new friends, that might be a good thing because, you know it's it might be not a bad sign but it might be just something to be aware of if you have um like one friend who you go to for everything because i've seen people like in high school who had other friends but then shut them out and like only clung to one person and then it's like 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 what if that person does something bad or what if that person like i don't know well not to say that because you should trust your friends yeah yeah friends that's funny yeah you don't want to like you can't like it's good to have other friends if you're only having like one friend who like you know what I mean like it might be I was just gonna bring that up as like the next topic I was gonna say you might have a friend that you like each friend might kind of have you might have a specific thing that you go to for each friend like Mm. your one friend might be really good at giving you boy advice your one friend might be really good at helping you study your one friend you know there's different things that you go to your friends for that maybe they're not good at something else so you go to another friend like it's it's good to have multiple people in your life so you can get different perspectives different point of views and yeah because the other day I was picking out a bathing suit and I literally sent it to a few of my friends and I got different opinions and it's like you know if you had one person your whole life it's like yeah no it's not good you need Mm -hmm. people in your life different opinions and views and because, like, even some of my closest friends, I wouldn't, like, there's some things that I would ask to ask Mary and not ask my other friends. Mm-hmm. Because, like, and then you can't be upset. Like, sometimes I expect the same thing from everyone. Like, I expect, 
a good friend does X, Y, Z. But that's realistic because a good friend cares for you and a good friend loves you. And that can be shown in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. So like, I can't expect to send, so, oh, I asked Mary something. I can't expect to ask my other friend that if that's just not, like, my other friend isn't as good of a friend if I can't go to them for that, you know? So just because you can't go to someone for something doesn't mean that they're not necessarily a good friend or just because they don't do something for you in the same way that someone else does also doesn't mean that they don't care about you or aren't a good friend because everyone is different. Right. But that being said, also, it, it is, like, a good thing to be aware of if you only have really one person who you're going to but also like I obviously understand that it's hard to make friends um especially in like depending on what stage of life you're at right now listening all of our listeners hey um it's hard to make friends and I definitely have struggled with that you know and sometimes you you only have one friend and that's good because that person gets you really gets you through it and you're gonna treasure that person um and that's like really you should enjoy that you know and but um if you have the opportunity, try to try to reach other people. Yeah, for sure. This is another thing. <laughs> if you have that one person, just because you have someone so close or who got you through a lot doesn't mean that you need to hold on to them forever. Mm-hmm. Which I think we started talking about earlier. But um, say, say Mary and I became toxic friends, <laughs> which I hope that never happens. No, it won't. Say I start treating her really poorly or something. She, it, it, it's not fair to either of us to say, but we had such a good past. Or mm-hmm. he was a really good friend to me five freaking years ago when I, whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, that's just not like, it, he was, I was a good friend to you. And I served you in that moment. And I got you to, I helped you get whatever, blah, 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 to here. But that's just like not what's happening anymore. You know, when something is old, you throw it out. Shadowing or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you have old romaine in the fridge and it gets rotten. You're not gonna eat it because, like, oh well, like it was good the other day when I had it. No. I know. I'm such a I'm such a poet. <laughs> wow. Okay. So if this podcast doesn't happen next week, that's because me and Luke are toxic friends and we don't talk anymore. <laughs> Bye. So our last episode. <laughs> yeah, I think we should not talk. <laughs> Sorry, guys. but yeah good point and so we want to say yeah growing apart from friends is normal and I think it can happen especially it's especially prevalent in college because we're going to use dance as an example and dance friends I think with your friends from dance in high school growing up if you were a competitive dancer or really any sport that you had it could have even been high school you're around those people literally 24 7 mm-hmm. you know dance you're with them every night for multiple hours you become so close to these people and you're at a point in your life where that's your life and those are your people and in that point in your life those are your best friends and they may be your best friends forever but right. when you move away from that situation it's very normal to see those friendships start to drift yeah and that's not to say that that those friendships are ending that's just saying you might not be as close as you were when you were spending every single night together you know now you only see them maybe a few times a year and your friendship isn't as strong as it was but it's still there so that's not totally 
you're not letting that friendship distance because you still have them, but it's just, you're not holding on to the past. You're not holding on to the past. You're, you're both growing up. Like, right. it's evolving, you know? Yeah. For sure. And like, don't feel bad about that. Like, it's like a, it's a good thing, you yeah. know? At least with, like, I can only speak with my, like the, the girls who I danced with and graduated with. You know, we were so close. Mm-hmm. We were only really close, like, even at dance. Like, we didn't really talk much out of dance unless it was, like, competition or, like, birthday party, obviously, like, Sweet 16, like, big things. Um, or, like, the group hangout, you know, but we didn't, we all went to different schools. We all had different friends. And that's also why we, we were so close. We worked so well because we had other things. We had, you know, and we were preparing each other to move off. So when we did, you know, separate, we still have our group chat. Like someone will text like, this big thing happened to me or whatever. And we'll, we'll be there, you know? Um, and it's different for everyone. But like the point of this is that the relationship changed. We don't see each other every day. We don't text every day. But it's like, I know that if we did text, it would be like, hey. Or if I get, would text them, you know, people have, like my one friend has come and like stayed with me at my apartment in LA. She's been like, hey, like, let's hang out, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, I'm in town, like, let's see you, you know? And it was just for like a day, you know? So I see someone like one time in a year and it's like, yeah, but it's like we never, it's like we never left. Right. So that's where it gets into before. If you see these signs of a toxic friend or somewhere you need to let go, um, let them go. But if not, if it's just because the relationship has changed, that doesn't need to, you don't need to let go. Right, yeah. I have a few friends that I dance with who we were so, so close dancing. And now, yeah, I mean, we're, we don't see each other as much, but we still talk. And I know that, you know, those one or two people, they'll be there for me forever. And I'll have them as friends forever, even though we don't talk as much as we did when we were younger. Because, yeah, we're older. We grew up. We, you know, in college. And my one friend, um, Alexa, if you're listening, hey. <laughs> yeah we were so close to dance when we were younger and we still are close but yeah we don't see each other as much but it's funny because now in quarantine I feel like we've been talking more which is great but I think this is just a time where I think a lot of people have reconnected because it is such a crazy time and we're all home and I think now yeah it was a good time for people to reconnect mm-hmm. so I think that's something that is good during this time if you reconnect with people that's great. You know that they're always in your life, just maybe not as much as they once were. And that's okay. As long as they're still in your life, we pick up where we left off. Things are dandy. And that's another thing, like, even, like, like, they, they when they were in your life more, it served you. Like, it got you to, oh, yeah. it, like, gave you amazing, like, at least my memories with my dance friends were so amazing. Like, I know, like, similar for you, right? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. We yeah. so and that is part of the reason I know before I said just because someone did this for you a few years ago doesn't mean you need to hold on to them but it's like yeah like like we went through a lot together you know in high school we were going through so much and like being at competitions and everything and like even just like puberty or mm-hmm. dating things like you know like we, we saw each other at our best and at our worst and so there is kind of a value to that there is like a you helped me get through this and now that's why we have that kind of unspoken agreement to be there for each other whenever not unspoken because we said it like we'll be there for you forever i love you yeah but yeah so it's like you did go through a lot and that's why you can like really continue and have 
long relationship. But my point before is just like, just because that happens, if someone turns toxic, doesn't mean, you know. Right. Um, but yeah, if so if that is the case, someone turns toxic or it's time to, even you just drift apart, say you drift apart totally and you just never talk to them, which is fine. Like nothing bad happens, you just drift apart. Um, either way, like it's okay to like mourn the lost of a, of a friendship, mourn the loss, yeah. not the lost. Well, yes, also the lost, but yeah. <laughs> mourn the loss of a friendship. Like that's a, like, I think you should. I agree. I think when you, d- you, when you grow apart from someone and you maybe don't talk anymore, that's a loss. You once had that person, even though you know that growing apart was the right thing and it was, you know, good in your life now but yeah you definitely at one point you had a strong friendship you were friends with them they served you well and yeah it's okay to be sad it's okay to you know have time together and reminisce but if you don't feel that they serve you anymore or you don't feel that your friendship is something that you want to hold on to that's okay but yeah it's okay to mourn that friendship and mourn what you had because it was clearly good if you were friends yeah it's like a breakup too yeah yeah so um yeah so but just because you're sad about it doesn't mean like well i should go same thing with relationships well like now i'm sad that we broke up i should go back like no like just because you're sad doesn't mean it wasn't the right thing to do right right actually it'll be good for you yeah yeah so it's okay to mourn it so i have a question yeah what happens if someone's a toxic friend and you break up (laughs) (laughs) but then like sometime down the road is there a time to because i believe that it's important to forgive forgive you know absolutely so um yeah i know you believe that too so like what like when is there if and when is the time to rekindle a friendship oh i think so for sure i think let's say for ex- for our example me and a friend we go to college we were really close before we go to college i see that mm, they're not the person maybe they've changed our morals don't align our values don't align we drift apart yeah but then let's say 5 years down the road we run into each other or we reconnect and they're a different person they maybe they're in a rough patch in their life maybe now they've they're with someone new they're with an in a new relationship they're you know just a different person you see that old friend in them or you see okay like our values are aligning i could see us being friends i think that's totally a great thing if you can rekindle that friendship i think anytime you can you totally should that's just bringing another great person into your life and you see yeah people change and i think you know yeah give them not another chance because they didn't do anything wrong if your friendship drifted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see if it can work again. Don't force anything, but. Don't force anything, but yeah. yeah. See how it goes. Why not? That brought up a, a thinking mm. <laughs> in my head just about like how. Because um, I also believe like, don't like, if someone is, there's a difference between toxic and just like going through something or like going. Yeah, yeah being upset or going through a hard time you know someone could be you have to like is this person treating me this way because they're upset or they're going through a hard time or is it because they're a toxic friend that's something you have to learn and that's kind of like 
you have to know who they are. And also hopefully these signs will help. If they're doing mostly signs, most likely they're a toxic friend. Maybe they're going through something, maybe whatever. So I also believe in like unconditional love with your friends. Like, like if someone is, even if someone hurts you, like, like obviously that, and it like, it depends on the situation. You know, this isn't like a all whatever fits all, but um, even if they hurt you once, or if they are doing something that you don't like, like, like you said, like the morals don't align even like, like, does that necessarily mean you need to drift or that it's toxic? No. If it's like a repeated thing where they're hurting you or they hurt you in deeper ways than just like a, a surface level thing, then it's the time to be like, okay, this is toxic. This is, this isn't worth it. But um, yeah, be there for your friends. You don't want to be the friend who dips out when things, when your friend is struggling. Yeah. Um, but also if your friend is struggling at the cost of, your own like san like sanity um, because of a toxic relationship not just because they're going through something then like that's different does that make sense no that's such a good point because i think you could have a friend and maybe they're going through a breakup maybe they just lost someone in their life or maybe they're just having a bad day and they for that time period they kind of make things more about themselves or you find that you're consoling them more than they're helping you and that's okay because at this point in their life they need that they need they're going through a hard time or whatever and Mm -hmm. they need you to be there for them and that's okay you know if you find that don't be like oh no like things are more about them like this is toxic no that it's toxic when there's no reason for it if say nothing is going on in me and luke's life and i find that we're only talking about him or we're only talking about me that's when it's toxic but say luke is going through a hard time in his life or he had a bad day and we're talking about his bad day you know that's not me being like oh this is toxic we're not talking about me like you're like oh, all he does is talk around though <laughs> <laughs> like you need to find sometimes one side needs more than the other side and you know the next week maybe i'm sad and i need to vent more to luke and he vents to me i like the seesaw yeah yeah for sure and like um yeah, like you said, if someone's going through something hard and they need you to be there for them, fine. But yeah. yeah, the problem is when it never, when they never get to the point of asking you. Right. Or even just, I don't know, doing things like, hey, how are you? Or I know, I know I'm going through this really hard time. Are you okay? Um, or even say like, because people get over things at different rates. Mm-hmm. You know, never be like, oh, I need to get over it at this point. But yeah. when that does point does happen, be like, oh, like, how are you? Like, are you yeah. like? Let's help you. Right. you know? So, yeah, it's a, it's a seesaw. I like seesaw. Love the seesaw. I would try to like, I would try to like, um, get the, like whoever's on the other end to like, push down really hard. So I like fly up. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should try that. Oh my gosh, we would do that. We would go to the playground and be like jumping on the seesaw. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. The kids are like waiting in line and we're like, shut up, you can wait. <laughs> like, mommy. <laughs> the kids won't get off the seesaw. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it. All right. Well, those are our main tips. Those are our main tips. Final question. When should you fight for it? Uh We've given you our tips. If 
if you see that it's a toxic red flag friendship, don't fight for it. But if you can see in the if you can picture yourself with that friend in the future, if you can see a good relationship with them. Yeah, a healthy a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. A two sided, no drama relationship. Fight for it. But if yeah, if you the thought of being friends with them just tires you out and exhausts you. Don't fight for it. <laughs> for it, you know, if it's gonna, if it's gonna put your being at, um, like, like, uh, in danger, don't do it. Yeah. Like, or even like, cause so many people are like, I heard this. I've been hearing this a lot. But your cup, you have a cup, <laughs> which is your, you know, mm-hmm. your, I don't know, soul, spirit, how you help your friend. If that cup isn't being filled, you have nothing to give to your friend. So if someone is draining your cup and not helping you fill your own cup, leave because you're not even going to serve them. Like eventually it's going to run dry. What a good analogy. We are just full of metaphors today. Oh my gosh, we're so amazing. So poetic. Oh, sorry, sorry, wait. Sorry, I'm getting a call. It's (laughs) Play-Doh. It's Aristotle. Is that a person? <laughs> Maybe every time we sell a joke, we'll do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad that we're ending this on a light note. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a heavy topic, but it was a serious topic. Serious topic, because friendships can be one of the hardest things to let go of. Yeah. Because uh, even like, obviously, well, no, relationships, if they're abusive and toxic, Obviously, I'm not saying it's easy to get out of. Yeah. But toxic friendships just aren't really talked about a lot, I feel. Mm-hmm. One thinks that, oh, just because we're friends, it's fine. But, like, toxic friends can really affect you. I've seen it, like, really, really affect people. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, get out. It's not worth it. Get out. Get out of here. Get out of town. <laughs> I would say to all of our girls listening that they need to get out of town because this episode is over. Oh my gosh, I hate that. No, I love it. You love it. I say I hate it, but I'm like, oh, I love it. (laughs) You're like, oh, I hate it. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Okay, come back next week for more. Um, Who knows what we'll be talking about? But in the meantime, listen to our other episodes on Spotify. Follow us at Girls Just Want to Have Fun on Instagram for all of our latest updates and beautiful canvas. Yes, Canva. Shout out to Canva for really making this. Canva. And yeah, um, just look out for us and follow us on our own Instagrams too. Yep. Follow Sprinkling of Health, Mary's Food Instagram. It's delish. It looks as delicious looking pictures of food. Um, episode without being able to talk and now here we are ending (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I love it Um, for everyone who doesn't know we squeeze on three which is when you squeeze your eyeballs and make them try to pop out of your head really big so on three ready one two three squeeze bye guys